Ladies and gentlemen, and toilet lickers all alike, welcome to the 234th episode of the Fans of Power podcast. I'm bitter as hell, Nathan Kennedy. I'm here with Joe, who can wear a mask for two hours once a week, and most of you can't wear it for 20 minutes in the store motto. And oh, and, uh, and, and we got Mr. Mr. Buff Daddy, Buff Daddy himself, Buff Bagwell Jr., Tyler Baker. Gentlemen, how's it going? I I I got some uh, uh, gripes I want to get off my chest too, but I'll let Joe kind of get his little uh, his 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 moment there because uh, you know why why just jump the gun and take over immediately? So we'll we'll just kind of get to some frustrations. Actually, the kind of thing I got a couple. I, I just kind of want to you know uh, rip some new asses. Uh, just get it out know, in the open along now, the way uh, as we get into the just just get you know because. Well, I'll get to that in a moment here, Joe. I, you know, it, <laughs> you know I, I feel like it can be like uh, that episode of Saved by the Bell when they're sitting there and we eat, like, you know, you, you get handed the stick and you get to, like, vent your frustration and then you hand the stick oh, over yeah. to somebody else. Yeah, and I'm pissed off because Nathan's going out with my sister, you know, and he starts seeing visions of me dressed up like my sister. Thought you my friend, you know? Well, I surprisingly won't have any grapes, so I might as well introduce this damn chat room because Tyler has some things to say, and I don't know, Nathan, if you have something you want to say, you do it too, okay. but let's say hello to Febmon, Zentron, Spider Rat, Curtis Ackerman, Andy Yousey, Adam Gabbert, Papa Hood 69, Aaron Voorhees, uh, Grimbot, Curtis Ackerman, oh shit, sorry, I said your name already, Darth Baca, and that, hold on, I just, I forgot to hit the fucking thing, you always say Spike. And Lacey Dean, and that's it. So that's everybody in the chat room. Thank you. Uh, thanks for joining us, and I'll pass it to you too. Have a blast. We've got a good bunch of guys joining us live tonight. So everyone, thank you for taking time to uh, sit down with us tonight. I appreciate everyone. I want to. I want to say that too because you guys are here week in, week out, and we do appreciate that. But I think we we, yes. we do want to go ahead and just jump right into the matter at hand. That last week's episode did horrible. The fact that we have five hundred and 60 subscribers and a video can barely like eke over 200 in a week's time is pretty terrible i have to say so uh yeah, i i don't i don't know what to do in that regard maybe i maybe we should do a survey figure out like what you like what you don't like is this too much are we, are we complaining? Yeah, are we complaining too here, much? Because maybe that's what it is. It's like right. starting off at the beginning, people are like, ah, great. They're in grumpy moods. Well, you know, I have noticed that a lot of the episodes I'm not on, and you guys decide to read, like, you know, some shit stains email from a Motu magazine from 1986. Those gangbusters! And I'm on here to talk about an old episode. No one gives a flying fuck. <laughs> so I, I like to call out the 560 subscribers. Are, are well, obviously we have some loyal people. The people that may, that are in in here with us tonight may not be with us every single week, but enough to you know what they are devoted listeners and genuine fans of the property. They're not your casual bullshit fans who get a shirt from Hot Topic and buy the latest um, you know trinket that they find at the local Walmart and subscribe to a group and constantly share pictures of hey look. I got a pop, people. You know, oh, you it's amazing. You got those on, I'm going to do a review of this pop here. You still got those on display. Some shit like that. I actually took most of my Funko Pops and packed them up because I. <laughs> well, I, I that was like that was given by, by a guy I work with. He he knew I like him and he bought it for me as a, as a Christmas gift. Beanie babies. That, that's you know? all these Funko Pops are. They're just like Beanie babies in like 10, 15 yeah, years. I'm sure. I'm sick. I'm of sure them. you'll God, go to a flea yes. market if we ever like get out of this COVID shit and. 
you're just going to see Funko Pops everywhere. People charging out the ass, and it's like people have already moved on. I know it's still a big thing now, but I'm just looking like down the road. I don't know. What, whatever. Go ahead, Tyler. No, but it's just, uh, you know, the last few weeks, uh, you know, and I told myself, like, when I had my complete mental breakdown a while back, I was, you know, like, I come back, I come back because I, I want to talk He-Man, and I, lo- I love being with Nathan and Joe talking about it. You know, I'm not going to, like, oh, I'm going to quit because nobody watches. No, 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 no. It's just, it's very disappointing that, you know, we have all these subscribers, and the vast majority are not watching. Well, I think the, the, the bummer about it is... You see the sub count go up, and then we do pretty well for a couple weeks, and then, like, it's just not good for a while, and then, like, something else will happen, and it'll pick up. And I I know that most of it has to do with we haven't had any new news. There's nothing, like, big, like, oh, wait, I I saw the the New Day Masters of the WWE Universe, just that figure on the peg, so, hey, Wave three's out there. Go go get it if you can or want to. I wouldn't mind. Just maybe we should have uh, give that made that the title for this episode. that people would turn out. Yeah, you just, know, just like just, you yeah. know, Droz. Oh my God! They mentioned a new a, a new piece of shit. You know, <laughs> knockoff He Man toy on the shelves. I, I, I got to see what they have to say. Okay, well, uh, that's uh, that's, that's but, great. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go. Uh, you know, look at my own ass for the next three it's hours. It's just a bummer, and I know it's a bummer before all three of us because Joe made it known that like he was disappointed with last week because he thought last week's episode was really good and we all enjoyed it and had fun. And it's just I, I don't know. We, we you no, know, it is. It's anything. true. I mean, we. I had a blast. I mean, I may always have a blast, but last week's was really fun. And for those who are listening now, be sure to go back and listen to it if you haven't already. But that's why, yes, if you're not, we did ask you to this podcast. You're an asshole. I'm calling you out right now. <laughs> But that is why, like we almost said earlier, I mean, yeah, if you know what, let us know kind of things maybe you would be more interested in hearing more of. I mean, you know we're going to talk about everything regardless, but we are curious, like, what is it that makes you really want to, bam, tune in and listen? Do you just like our banter, having fun, it's like hanging out with us, or do you want to hear more of the toys, the cartoons? I just, I do like to know what is it that really attracts you to the show. Like, uh, I think it was Zamir here in the chat room, thank you for joining us, like, he he actually said he did enjoy listening to us uh, reading off the stuff from the Masters of the Universe magazines with the letter sections when we gave people shit. But I don't know. And Eric Sanchez, well, well, he just gave applause. Thank you. But no, it's a, I, I would like to know the things that really suck you in. And and yes, we do. It's just like Tyler said. Of course we know anytime it's recent news, whether it's on the toys or something with a cartoon or movie, bam, people will flock in. But, you know, there's something that's always kept us here. Because when there's nothing new, I mean, we're still always celebrating Masters, whether it's from the old cartoons or the old toys or anything. There's something that sucks us in, and it'd just be nice to kind of know. Like I said, it's not like we're just going to okay, then that's what you said, we're going to cater only to that. Yeah. No, but it is nice and, to know what is it you And you, you like. can be as constructive as you want to be. We're not going to sit here and like get our feelings hurt over anything. So th- those no. of you that aren't in here live right now, you're watching this after the fact, leave a comment. Down below, I ch- I challenge you. Leave a comment down below. Let us know what you like. If there's something that you don't like about the show, just I mean, just let us know. Let us know something, anything, please. Yeah, please. I'm Doug Stanzo. Please. Yeah, it's like we're, we're like we're guys like begging chicks to like show us their tops. You ever, if anybody knows, we're talking about you know there's there's a really lame ass show too hot for or there's girls a gone wild, girls gone yeah, wild tapes. Yeah. God, they were just so lame. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that an 18 year old girl to show her tits. Yeah. That's yeah. and you know what the but, thing is, people in the chat room said already, like uh Spider Rat said it and Curtis Ackerman both said they really enjoy just our banter. Just back and forth, bitching or just having fun, but they 
they really enjoy our banter, which well, we do know, appreciate. Of, and and I, I've heard it from time to time, not much, but at random, I'll get a message from somebody who says they like the commenters, they like our character bios, that it makes them excited to go check out an episode, stuff like that. You know, and it's nice; it, it does affect somebody here and there. And we actually do. You know, we actually they, do uh, have he, a he, comment on last week's video. I'll get to it later. That uh, is actually a, a positive, one good positive to take from last week's. Uh, failure of an episode. I feel like we. I feel like we. Uh, you know, I've been attached to some of the friends because the ones that I have been on have done a lot better. I, you know, and maybe it's a testament to my presence on this every, podcast. Like people just, just well, maybe because I am the more negative of the three be. of us. I think it's quite clear. I'm the angriest. Yeah, I, I'm the one that's least likely to be understanding of people's like, oh, they want to talk about the origins instead of you know me coming out here. Like, Dude, like Hasbro showing you Metella with what to do if you're going to bring back uh, a, a, a 80s property and not just bring back the same damn figure with articulation. Spice it up a bit. Give them a bit of a, a slightly different look or a little bit of a maker, but give us the same character. Like that was another one of those things, but I'll get into that in a bit. But I, I'm just really ashamed that all these years this podcast has been going, you know. I'm really disappointed in a lot of the people who subscribe. We've only got 560 subscribers, which don't give me, don't, you know, don't, give, me, don't give me wrong. Things, like I do appreciate every single one of those. Absolutely. But you know, there are people who I'm sorry. It's, it's not a, it's just I, you don't, offer nothing. You don't even have to watch the whole thing. The, me, meaningless YouTube channel. You don't even have to watch look, the whole we, thing. We, yes. I just click on it. Just click yeah. on it. Watch it for click 30 seconds. It. You can tune out. Like just, just click on it. I don't know. I I, it's just, I feel bad because it's like I don't want it to sound like we're begging for viewers or anything, and I know no no, it, but it's disheartening. Yeah. Like you know, we, we we you know, you guys, I miss some because I, I that's part of my my process is like you know what I'm not going to, you know, go and go and go. If I feel like I need to step away or family's in, I'm going to do it because that's what leads to me. Like I I, I can't do this anymore, and you know nobody cares that kind of thing. So I'm glad I've taken more breaks than i normally have you know because obviously we're this podcast has just not got much growth and i think you know we've talked to some people in the community the the hardcore fans are a dying breed and we've had this kind of discussion several times even it was just me and joe we get it there's more casual fans and i put that in quotes because some of them i would even call it are you even a fan really like you know, it's uh, there are you know hardcore fans are pretty much extinct at this point i think it's official to say that uh casual fans they are the the ocean surrounding a lot of the community well, people I, who just want the attention it's of it's not just that either buying shit i mean and, like well, every property is aiming for that to have that casual fan those people that are just going to spend the bucks for the short amount of time make their money and then they can reboot it do something else see where they can go from there but maybe part of it as well as we only have just this on the channel like one 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 video once a week Maybe that's part of it. If we had more stuff, but I, I wouldn't at that point. I wouldn't. Oh, I, hey, I wouldn't hey, even guys, know what to do. do. I have to say that we have tried two other podcasts, and you guys have tried other podcasts too. And I mean, to the point where we're doing multiple podcasts a week, and no one gave a. Well, rat's I'm ass saying about like any so, other content, something that that's different than like a podcast talking head format kind of thing. But at the same time, I wouldn't even know what to do. Like. Well, is Joe going to do a video once a week where he showcases a figure and it's like a five minute long video? Like uh, there's like 70 other people that do that. Like what, what's the point? But Joe has done that. It didn't help our YouTube channel yeah. though. It didn't help the podcast. Yeah. I mean, 
don't know. But even though like Joe would do those videos, he wasn't promoting Fans of Power. He was just like, I got some of the little loyal subjects. Watch me open them, or I got this, and I'm gonna thank this person. Yeah. Like for you know for his own you know thing, just kind of sharing stuff. It wasn't to help the podcast. I mean, Joe has even and I, look, we all know Joe has got a tremendous following on social media, and if Joe can't get more people to like take time to listen to this podcast it's like <laughs> i i and, but they subscribe to joe because he loves he-man that's what people know him for that's why he is a celebrated person in the community is his affinity and passion for he-man the meteors and various other things but god it's just like people would just assume go walk off a cliff <laughs> and obviously yes i'm being ridiculous yeah. when i yeah. say that but it's just it's just weird that we finally had got up, and we know people who've got nothing to contribute to society with their YouTube channels have got thousands, and they get people to give them money. I don't. I I balk at the idea of doing a Patreon or something mm. like that, asking people to yeah. give any of us money to give you content we've given you for free. When we're just doing this out of just passion, yeah. like I I think it's ridiculous, and I wouldn't entertain it for a second. But to have like more. Hey, hey, well, well uh, if you give us money, we'll do a commentary for this. Like, yeah. well, well, we've done commentaries for free. Yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous. I mean, so, I get it because those people are in a position where they. It's just, made uh, yeah, I wish people fun. like, look, if you people don't like what we're doing, damn it, be vocal about it. If you do like what we're doing, damn it, be more vocal about it. Well, if you give two shits about it, be vocal about it. You know, it just, there are too many, you know, unknowns out there. And uh, last week's, like, I didn't lose sleep over it. But I just, I looked at, like, you know what? It's the episode that I was on. I suggested those ideas. No one gave a fuck. We did the Clamchamp Ninja mini comic. Nobody really gave a fuck. You guys did the, the mailbacks and the magazines. Not that it was like a thousand, but it did better than the ones I suggested. Right. I, I don't know. Um, when we have a guest on, actually, the last one James was on didn't right. do as well. Like, normally that, that, those do a lot better, and too. And that's what's confusing. It makes it hard to pinpoint and figure out but anyway we'll go ahead and kind of segue off of that i feel like we ranted enough and we got it out in the air i do want to say legends of gray skull said awkward time to come in i still mourn beyond retro and capes and commentaries and that that was fun to do oh, you're one you're you're the only person i mean they, they were fun to do but it just reached a point it's like well yeah you, we couldn't get anybody to give us yeah. give us a time of day yeah. man i mean we know we're a very low quality podcast and there's people out there who have High production value, but you know what? They don't have anything intellectually stimulating, interesting, or funny to say about movies from the 80s and 90s, current day, from video games or toys or comics. It's bad jokes, or they're just pointing at the obvious, and you're like, oh, this is great. I need to see more, more of the obvious. Like, But I guess it's a, a personal taste. You know, I demand more. I need more content. I need more details. I need people who are actually funny and not just acting like a bunch of goofy 4-H camp counselors where their jokes are like, Saying the most like, oh, he said, you know, ass. balls. Oh. Ass. Anyway, yeah, uh, and, ass or and, something uh, like that. Well, that's the extent of the of the humor. And, and, and once again, to the chat room, this is not an attack on you guys. You guys are here week in week out. No, 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 nothing no, no. to do with you. No, guys. The people that Joe and Nathan read off, like I remember everyone's names and people who don't join us live all the time. I'm aware of the ones who still listen and, to us and, the, pretty and those regularly. guys that leave comments well, well after the fact through the week. Uh, those same few we got. Yeah, yeah. No. this is not an Believe attack me. on you well, guys. That's at not all. even a hundred people. We're talking about the many other several hundred people who subscribe to our <laughs> yeah. channel and don't watch, don't contribute, and don't. I don't even know if they let Joe know anything. It's just 
They probably subscribed it because, oh, they talked about the new He-Man toy. Oh, they talked about the new cartoon that may or may not come out. Oh, the live-action movie that's certainly coming. I got to subscribe <laughs> yeah, for more updates on that hey, shit. Hey, man, it's so, still coming. It's still coming. Anyway, we'll, we'll move on past that that way, Joe, and actually say a few things. Was there any news this week other than me finding uh, a New Day figure out in the wild that I didn't buy? Yeah, the only other thing is... Uh... I think they said, "What do you want to vote on uh, an upcoming oh, yeah. Origins figure?" And they showed the shadows of four oh, characters, yeah. and I don't know if that was important or something. So that's one thing. Uh, man it, a mustache, because you know what? Uh, that's that's just gangbusters right there. I can't wait yeah, to I vote like, on the Man at Arms variant. For God, oh, I'll be honest. Oh, I swear to God, if it's Snake Man at Arms, I'm punching whatever I see it on. You know, it's funny you uh, say that because I remember that was the first figure that I lost my mind about hating on a podcast when I was. Yeah, that was the first time because I was all cool with everything classics. Oh, of course, I couldn't even remember what, what time he came in because, you know, I hate the fucking Mighty Spector and fucking Laser Lot. But as for that Snake Man at Arms, I was like, what a fucking waste of a figure. But it's funny, you were showing your uh, Funko Pop He-Man as, you know, just a joke. But I guess Walmart, I don't know if it's the end of this month or next month, they're going to be getting in some special package where it's a, for whatever reason, glow-in-the-dark He-Man with a He-Man and Battle Cat t-shirt package. So, that's the only new I mean, stuff. All right, all right. Now, what, if, if the if the t-shirt is just well, oh, okay, wait, no, the ones they package with them. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say no, it because no, 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 you no, already no. know what it's gonna look like. Well, I, I, yeah, it's just gonna be the Funko Pop He-Man and the Funko Pop version yes. of Battle Cat. Now, if they were to on a t-shirt, yeah, they, they they've done yeah, God, that's so they've lame. done that with a few things. And once again, if you like Funko yeah. Pops. All the power to you. I like. Yeah, we're not attacking people personally, but that's our opinion. At like, first, you know, I think we're all over the the, the yeah. over merchandise shit. They don't put anything that's interesting out in merchandise yeah. anymore. I, I mean, like it, it was cool yeah. at first, but then it's like once every property. Oh, here here's some Wonder Years Funko Pops. I'm like, nah, I'm out. Like it's just it's just too much. It's too many. It's too much. But if you like it, it's good on you. Good on you. Yeah. yeah, that's why I bought one of those Jason ones a long time ago. There was an exclusive super mini Jason little Funko Pop. And I was like, I don't care about the shirt. I just want to get the Funko Pop Jason with my obsession on that for figures and stuff. So, But you're right. People like them. That's great. So that's the only new news. That's all I can think of. If there was something else, um, sorry. I, I mean, you know, tr- trust but, us. Yeah. We're hoping that, like, I liked that time period for that few weeks where things were getting announced. Here's a voice cast. Here we got this. Oh, we got this. And it was like, it was nice to just talk about the new stuff but when there's just nothing going on then it's it gets kind of rough i wish some something else would drop but obviously in this current climate we're not gonna get much of anything i wouldn't think for a while well even if we do i don't think it's gonna be anything or a shadow it's really not oh you know i think you could say we what's that I didn't mean to interrupt, but Legends of Grayskull did make me remember something. I posted it, and I guess people knew it about a month ago, but everybody got emailed about it. There's these mini, I guess, little Masters of the Universe figures. Oh, it's something God. geared. To, well, it's something that is maybe geared towards kids, but I already see collectors wanting them. Where it's like a small little He-Man, uh, Man-at-Arms, Skeletor, maybe Beast-Man. God, I can't remember the four, but it's like a four-pack. has Castle Grayskull in the back. A cool little thing, I guess, if you want to get for your kids or if you're still wanting just to collect everything. That was the other new yeah. thing. Oh, wait, wait, hey, wait, hey, we can talk about those Fisher Price 
little people things, whatever the fuck those that's were. That's what I meant. That's what oh. I meant when I said it. Yeah, little oh, people. Oh, I th- a little what people. are those yeah, things that, uh, they're like loyal subjects that I noticed were starting to pop up in Walmart stores that were still the mystery bag thing, but I think they were smaller than loyal subjects. Are those those fucking keychain things? I, I, I think know. those might have been the keychain figures. I don't, I don't I know. I forgot on half yeah, yeah, maybe for your kids for those Fisher Price things, but Joe, when you posted that, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I they're for ba- they're, they're babies. They're ah. <laughs> they're babies. But yeah, if they like them, cool. What the hell? So Legends of Grayskull said that I think uh, my little boy loves them. Has all? Oh wait, he might be talking about something else with two packs. Hell, I don't know. How about we talk about one of these goddamn stories? Because now I'm forgetting about all the new stuff. But which story did you want to start with? Because these are uh. Two different ones, and I'm not going to say they're completely horrible, and I'm not going to say they're completely great, but it's stuff from the past. We'll see how it is, and we'll get to one of these suckers. Well, which one did you guys want to do? Did, did you, well, if you want, why don't you start? You, you want to you want to do the Faker UK story, or do you want to do the submarine? Man? Go ahead. You can start with Faker. Start with okay. Faker. All right. Well, there it is up on the screen. I can already tell Tyler was not impressed with these. Wind strikes. Uh, you know, he doesn't okay. say anything, so but, that's a clear indicator. Wind strikes the faker no, no, is and, only and six thing. pages how, long. How exciting would think about it? How exciting would the show be if we all said this was a great fucking story, or even both said, you know, all three of us said, you know, it was still pretty good. Could have been better. We gotta have people that if Tyler doesn't like it, yeah, he can say why he doesn't like it. But it is from issue ten of this UK magazine, and I'll be honest. I mean. If I was a kid, hell yeah, this is what's great about in the UK. Like I said, they kept getting shit way after we did, and I think they did 72 issues of these things, but each one of these magazines came with three stories in each. So they weren't the biggest, most epic. Some were a little confusing. Some might have had some grammar problems, which I believe this one did too. But a lot of them, and I'm not saying all, the thing is, even if this faker story seems a little stupid, silly maybe or a little rushed or convoluted like it wasn't really descriptive what they did sometimes or most of the time is they would have these characters then appear in another issue to explain more now i'm not saying all of them did that but some would just advance and keep going about this character so the other thing that could detract from some people who have never read these and even for those that grew up with it is the black and white. We've talked about yeah. this many times. Like, God damn, how many pages got to be black and white? And it's like, you never see him as the blue faker. And then when you do at the end, oh, he finally shows up. It's a couple pages. I was like, I think it would have had a more impact the, the second in this story where he turns and he starts changing back to what he says is his true form. Because you can see how they draw it. It's like darker and you could tell he looks more evil. But I felt like it would have made more of an impact just seeing it all in color. Aiden Cross is somebody who really specializes in these, and I know he spoke with people that have worked on the stories, the art, and everything, and I should ask him sometime. I can't remember if he really explained why a lot of these were black and white. I know some people say, okay, yeah, maybe to save money, but and then some of the color choices are weird, as you notice when you're reading it, It's like, God damn, why, why are some of the color choices? Why does Beastman look like this? Why does this person look like that? They have weird things, but I admit it was different. It was a different story. I can appreciate what they tried, and I'm not putting it down completely, but as you read other stories later throughout the series through these issues, you know, some expanded upon it. But a lot of times it was confusion. You have weird shit like you've seen where he's saying, I am the power. We've seen that in yeah. a lot of different things. Instead of, that always would drive me nuts. But there was other grammar issues, but 
Otherwise, I mean, it's not a complete shit story. It was different. I don't know if that's an homage to the, uh, you know, one of the first original mini comics when he's, you know, how He-Man, boom, is punching and creating his house. Well, in this one, he's like destroying the villagers' houses. But it was different. I just wish there could have been a little more. But I was like, I don't know if I'm just being greedy because, well, like I said, they could only fit in so much. They'd have three stories for each issue they yeah. released. I wish this could have had more for his introduction because it slightly fell flat. But I, I mean, I just my well, when you have a magazine like that, you're only looking at about 20 some odd pages. Right. And if this thing's packed full already of three stories and they're roughly six pages each, like you're already running out of real estate in your magazine. So I understand why these stories have a tendency to be way shorter. Um, I think one positive I take from this is just even if it's not in a form that's particularly great, it's nice to see Faker getting a mention because Faker's not really around a whole lot in any of this. So it's it's nice to see Faker in there. I like the idea that it's like how it's well the story what you just said it's interesting the thought of you hear these villagers are saying he man is gone nuts and he's destroying place like what the fuck and then when you see Prince Adam and man arms pull up and then. They are seeing He-Man. Well, you got a picture. Prince Adam's like, what the hell? You know, I am He-Man. Who is this? So I like the thought of it. It's good. It was just like, you know, because as you see later, He-Man's wanting to know who are you? What is your, you know, what is your purpose? What's going on? He tries to tell little. He's like, you ain't going to find all of it, you know, now. But that is always the shock value. Like as a kid, I could imagine reading that, especially if it would have been in a cartoon. That would have been kind of crazy, especially if it was just we tune in. And you're seeing He-Man destroying villages without it being really explained on what the hell. And then you see Prince Adam pop up with Man-at-Arms. You're like, wait, what's going on? So the shock value, I can understand. But, you know, again, the execution isn't perfect. But it's like you said, they only could do six pages. So, I mean, hell, they're pretty limited to what they could do. And I like the fact that it's almost like Skeletor used his magic to make him. It's not so much like a robotic kind of thing. Like there's something more to it that we're not necessarily told because you see that he it starts to wear off and you see that he's blue so uh i don't know it made me think of this because i read this today and last night uh emily picked and we watched the princess and the frog right and the voodoo doctor takes like this amulet and takes the blood from the prince and puts it on his assistant and when he has the amulet on he looks like him and i was like well that could be like one way to think about there's some sort of like just magic gone into it so i like that i that aspect of it quite a bit but it's just it's it's yeah. short. There's not a lot to it. Uh, it's kind of hard. Sure. It's kind of hard to give like a thumbs up, thumbs down. It's more just like trying to extract the positives that I saw in it more than anything else. But uh, sure. we'll go ahead and let Tyler have a round with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna go out of my way and be like ugly and vicious to it because it wasn't a you know drizzling shit story or anything like that. But I, I just kind of feel like, you know, when the the story makes a point to say there's more about who I really am, like, no, there's not. It was like kind of throwing in a lot of like unnecessary, like, uh, exposition that doesn't really go anywhere. Like, you're, I mean, unless there is another part to the story, which I've never read any of the UK he, stuff. I've never he comes, access, I he mean, comes back. Yeah, it does come back, and do they actually follow through with? Because I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's an imposter, it's fake. Like when he goes in the, isn't it? When he falls in the water, the spell kind of is broken, and which I kind of felt like was he watercolors? Like eh, this is just not. I kind of 
I just, I kind of had always wished that he just embraced the fact that he's blue. You know, like obviously the figure is sold blue. That way, you know, you're selling a different character, even though it's the same mold. But I, I had always kind of wished that he just kind of like followed through with that. You know, like even though in the search for Keldor is pretty much a glorified cameo, is all he gets. Um, but uh, I mean, it's it's awesome to see He Man and Faker fight, and that's kind of what we all want to see anyway. You know, we obviously yep. had a very lackluster appearance in, in the um, the shaping staff. But I just kind of felt like it. It just kind of. Um, it's. I still maintain you could tell a, a good short kid story in six pages. You know, this this is trying to tackle on too much, and obviously, if it's kind, it's does the uh, next story, Joe. Like, does is it directly connected, or is it just another story with Faker in it? It's well, it's another story with Faker in it, but it, it explains a little more. So it kind of does. Uh... It does pick up a little bit. Just, I mean, not immediately where this left off. Now, don't but... sugarcoat it here. Does it clear up the the hints that he's throwing out to him and the mystery that's supposed to leave the re- the the kids who are reading this? Not as much as you expected. Them? Not as much as you expected, but a okay. little. And it's okay. uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, like you said. I mean, I know with this story, like you said, I understand what you mean. I would have loved for like, especially in the cartoon, I would have loved for him to be blue and like you said, embrace blue. But for this story, I can understand what they're talking about because this is kind of, in a way, it's tarnishing the good name of He-Man to make the people who believe in him, that he's their hero, that he's lost it, he's gone bad. What can they do? We can't believe in somebody. So I, I appreciate that, and I like it for what it did, but bam. Then when he turns blue, then you see, oh shit, okay, this guy is a faker. The other thing, I don't know if you guys picked up at, at the end of the story, talk about, like I always say, little mistakes, or, well, not well, little mistakes, kind of big one. I think one. I know where you're going. He announces a... Yeah, you were talking about the change yeah, back to Prince Adam. He's singing right, right there. Fisto. It's like, whoop, shit. Yeah, you I guys missed the point. It just it's like, do these people, like, are they precursor to the, the shitty Marvel movies where people throw out secret identities out the damn window? Yeah, they missed the time for that. You know? Right. They, just they just, just do it. Um, so it's, you know, it wasn't bad. He man, he man saves the village, passes out, the villagers pick him up and carry him across. Oh, that was Spider-Man 2, right? He's just a kid. Oh, with the train yeah, sequence? Is yeah. that what you meant? Or some oh, way or something? Like anyway. I remember when I saw that, too. And I went to see that thinking it was going to be a lot better than what I had hoped. I'm like, oh, my God. What the hell is it with every superhero movie that has got to give away? I mean, even the Keaton Batman films are guilty of it, too. Like, I, I hold everybody accountable, which I know they try to do it for shock value for the general general public, people who don't read comics and, and just kind of dismiss it as like, oh, no big deal. And that's for dorks who live in their basement or whatever. The movie, it, it's all about the movie. And I mean, look, I, I just hate that every movie seems to want to find a way to get the love interest or the villain or villains or the public itself has to know who the hero really is. Like, Comic books and, and this mythology have lasted for so long because you had to buy into the idea of the secret identity, not just because oh, I, I I like that someone needs to find out. I mean, how, how could they not? I mean, look at the guy; you can tell who it is because it looks like you just don't get it. Um, so I I just uh, yeah I got I got no patience for that, but I um, it's not a horrible story. No, it doesn't leave an impression. And, you know, some people may say, if I'd read this as a kid, maybe I would have liked it better. But you know what? There's some, there's a lot of stuff I didn't like as a kid. I like more as an adult. 
I've made multiple, I, I've vented multiple examples about that on this podcast. So I can't sit there and say that only if I had saw this stuff as a kid, I would have liked it then and grown up to like it now. You know, because there's a lot of stuff I like to, I like, I thought Horde Prime was cool as a kid. I don't like the character Horde Prime at all. Like, it's fine when I watch the cartoon, but does Hordak need a, need a, uh, 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 a, a boss answer to hell no there's so many things i would i'm I, like i know I, I don't i don't like that at all there's some stuff i have maintained that i still like to this day and there's some stuff i hated as a kid i love now i thought negator was a lame villain as a kid i absolutely love him now house of Chakoti scared the piss out of me as a kid I wouldn't dare watch it you can look at it in a lot of different ways it's like yeah and so yeah it's, i don't want people who listen because spike I, you listen i'm not trying to slam the uk stuff he got on my oh. case for slamming, uh, I think it was just Ladybird books in general. When Joe forced me at gunpoint to read uh, those two Ladybird books, and I was about ready to pull a Kiana right there live on the podcast. So I don't want people from the UK to think I'm dumping on the UK stuff because I've looked at, you know, several pieces from the UK. I think it's amazing that them in Germany, I think Italy, or continue to get this stuff to, to kind of piggyback on what Joe had said. And I think it's awesome. A lot of the cover work is great. I just never was that interested to kind of – well, because a lot of the stuff wasn't actually available to, to actually read through. I think a lot of it was just pictures of the stuff. I can't remember if he and Elric has got like full scans of every page because um, it's been a while since I've tried to look up the stuff. Because I was curious to actually look up because I look at the covers. Ooh, I wonder what that's about. I wonder what about that story is. But I don't want people to think I'm dumping on anything. Unless it was made in America, guys. It ain't new. Oh, game. hey, I'll give an example yeah. on that, Tyler, not to interrupt you. And it's something that uh, – at first, when I said it to a lot of people, they were they were mad. They were mad that I said this. But then when they went back to really read what I was talking about, they said, you might have a point. Now, <laughs> I'm not pissing all over. Here, I ain't pissing all over the four first mini-comic that some people consider as the Bible and grail of all masters of the universe and nothing exists past those four. But I said, have you guys ever really read them? Because just like you said, as a kid, great art. Loved them. I thought in my head there were a lot more deeper and evil and barbaric then you actually read them again now and you're like damn that's confusing that's convoluted that didn't make any sense the story wasn't making sense the art wasn't matching up to what was happening in the story and as an example like i said just read battle in the clouds because we're going to talk about that in a couple weeks i have to because i'm going to be me not be super mean but i'm going to tear it apart because it sucks battle in the clouds is a fucking horrible mini comic and right now every alcala fan is probably so fucking pissed at me but you know, it is I, terrible I they are because i i it, will back joe up on this like why are these stories so barbaric i mean how many heads are being decapitated how many people are being gutted like when they when people say these these four stories now look the artwork is it's, it's great there's no disputing that no one is arguing that but for the people who the stories you know, don't match, actually, there, there's a you know a, a, you know I'm not gonna you know well, there's a, a guy who's done some He-Man artwork for me. He loves he loves the Alcala stuff, so I'm gonna make sure I acknowledge him if he's listening. He know, knows I'm talking about him. Uh, I get he because he he does artwork in this style a lot. So let me let's just assure I'm not <laughs> attacking people who love it. It's just those stories. It's it's mainly about the stories like. I love He-Man and the Power Star. I will say that. I genuinely like that story, even though the beginning, I hate the beginning. Like, when I got that mini-comic when I was in high school and saw it for the first time, like, He-Man, like, comes from a jungle? Like, what the hell is this shit? Like, I just thought, like, this is, I don't 
I don't know what to make of this. So, and, but I was so accepting, like, okay, this is the beginning. Things obviously evolved and just kind of put it aside. But I just found that to be a bit kind of a, a head scratcher. He-Man coming from a tribe and his name is He-Man. I just obviously, you know, as we all know, the lineup was evolving like every second. But uh, I just don't understand why. If you like the artwork, that's great. But the stories themselves, and even the artwork that's given to you, is not conveying anything that says it's more mature, that it's more edgier, that it's more, you know, nut-busting. Because, I mean, look at it. Like, I can give you a lot more better examples of many comics later on down the line that are pretty damn edgy. There's actual fighting going on and a more coherent story, you know. And I, I reason, love, yeah. me and Joe talked a lot in private, too, about how people are just, they, that is the Bible. And look, it's all right to have your favorite He-Man artist. Like, that's great, because if that's the case, then yeah, I think that that's a solid choice. But for those four mini-comics to be the Bible, I, I'm, I think... They I'm need to go back that. and look at the Bible. See, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Again, right. the art is amazing. Don't get me wrong. The art is amazing. But a lot of times, art don't doesn't match up with what's happening. And also, we have things in our head. It's like you said. Maybe as a kid, you thought this was really happening, and you just haven't went back to read. And then when you read again, like, I guess it didn't. And my biggest point that I always bring up is people love to say, I missed the original four comics. You remember how badass Merman was? He was so savage that he beat the shit out of He-Man and ripped off his power harness. I'm like, did he? And that's why I always bring up Battle and Clouds. And that's why in two weeks we're going to talk about him. like, he didn't do that. Guys, he didn't do that. If you looked at that and read that mini comic, Merman did not engage in an epic battle and rip off He Man's power harness. How did that, how did didn't that even come, come to, close. How did that come to pass anyway? What? what how he uh, took uh, it no, off? No, no, him? no. Oh, no. I mean, was... like, why? Why are people under that general assumption that that's what? Because happened. the image. There's an epic image of Merman standing with his foot on He Man's chest and He Man's bare chest, and Merman's holding his power harness, and that in their head. They think that Merman beat the shit out of He-Man and took his power harness. They said he was just as strong, and that's how savage it used to be. I was like, never happened. Never happened. So in two weeks, we're going to talk about that one. You guys get, might get pissed at me, but I have to do it just so you can get it out of your head that this wasn't as barbaric and as evil and as just, you know, like they always say, it was like Conan. It was like, it was never like Conan. I don't know where you got that opinion, but we're going to do it in two weeks. <laughs> jo- jo- Joe, this, Joe's story, not being a nice guy anymore. Unsubscribe. <laughs> that's it's like weird but um so that's it this story eh, it was yeah, okay fine. uh could have been a little better but you know i, I, I want this is something i want to bring up to you guys too because i okay. i always i mean obviously faker has been heavily misused has, has never really been aside from you know uh james and uh grimbot and um the other individuals who worked with them on on the faker project i always thought it was cool mainly mainly just because of the glorified came in search for keldor but also, Faker was like Skeletor's bodyguard. Like, he was constantly at Skeletor's side, even more loyal than Beastman. Like, he is programmed to follow Skeletor to, I mean, if, if he, I want you to walk, walk into Volcano Cave and, 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 and entomb yourself in lava and, and melt right down the spot, Faker would do it. Like, I, I kind of like the idea, like, that image of, like, Skeletor in one of his, uh, um, uh, kind of thinking rooms, uh, and Faker's just kind of standing there, you know, like a bodyguard almost. I thought like that'd be really cool if Faker, like his purpose was, like Clamchamp is to King Randor, is to be as loyal, more loyal than any henchman that Faker can't be bought because he is born to serve Skeletor, and, like the the ultimate uh, uh, ultimate 
slave to Skeletor as someone who looks like his ultimate enemy. You know, just like I just think that would be such a cool image that wherever Skeletor goes, Faker's right there. He's you know constantly like the first one to engage in battle or the first one. I mean, just uh, I feel like there's so much you could do with and, that. I, I just and think do you think like the fact that Faker is basically a replication look wise of He Man that as you were saying that he puts it in the form of like his greatest enemy that because he looks like that it makes Skeletor like he all he has to do is just look at him and he it fires him up a little bit more kind of thing I mean he could play off that like it's the it, like, yeah if you want to add that to it like a constant motivator of like on, on the days that I'm sure Skeletor is like I don't I don't know if it's really worth like wasting a lot of hover robots a lot of manpower and money to pay my guys to go out and do this and then Faker's just standing there, like, waiting to be told the next order. And he's like, God, I hate he, man. Oh, I want to kill him so bad. I want to hold his heart in my hand. And, and just, yeah, I mean, you could use that. You could use that as, like, a motivating scene while he's just kind of contemplating over the hover screen and just feels like, I don't know if I can follow through with this. And one look at Faker is, like, enough to, like, as a constant reminder. I like that. It's a nice touch you could add to it. I, I just, I just... I just think it'd be really cool. I mean, am I am I stupid? Am I just talking in my ass here, guys? Here in the chat room, get, can you say something? You know, Joe, will you say something? Can I make me feel like you know I am contributing to society on this what podcast? What a stupid like, idea! Okay, moving on here. What a stupid yeah. idea! If stupid. It is, you and people are entitled because God knows I've cut enough bad ideas down, or ideas that I thought were bad. People are entitled to cut down my ideas. I encourage you to do so. Well, I, I do not take it. I'm not going to unfriend you I, I, or say you can't come on this I'll, podcast I'll stare anymore. intently at the, the chat room like Faker would out into the void while he's standing beside a Skeletor to wait for, for yeah. a response. I, I don't would have been always great to have more Faker stories. What do you do with him? He's a one-trick pony. He looks like He-Man. When you see his blue, you know he's I'm like, I like. I know that. That's kind of the point. It's giving Faker a purpose that he is always in the service of Skeletor, that he is a like a, an indestructible robot. You know, he ought to be a, a, a very overbearing presence in the mythology that when Faker is there, you know it's not He-Man, but you know, like like Fisto and Clamp Champ would have a difficult time taking on Faker, like together, like tag team against Faker. The Faker, if, if they were to beat Faker, Faker would beat the shit out of him at the, it, it, too. Like Faker may be broken down, but Clamp Chance can be walking around with, with a fat lip. Fisto might have a broken left arm. They're going to be limping back to the Royal Palace because Faker is like just, I mean, he is a robot. Like, I, I just like to think that this guy, you know, could, um, I mean, kind of like, uh, well, I don't want to use that because Mattel did that with that that stupid DC He-Man team where they had like Bizarro and Battle Armor Faker. Like, there's a connection there, like these uh, Bizarro Faker or something like that. There's definitely one thing about Faker. He's never had any consistent look when you think about all his different no, interpretations. Yeah, everybody Even, like, like, issues. I'm going to change. Yeah, because remember, like, issue seven of the Star Marvel one, even in that, I mean, he had yes, a different look. he's got look. hair, but he's got the yep. blue skin. Skeletor's uh, power harness, which yep. actually looked kind of cool with the power. But I'm It like, was different. Yeah. <laughs> so was I different. always wanted more of him, though. Yeah, as a kid, I would have loved to have seen a lot more Faker. I mean, well, that's I mean, a great honestly, thing. like, he, he, I mean, he's, excuse me, he does have Skeletor's power harness, but it was purple. I, I, want, I, like, embrace the hot pink look or the orange look with the, the I mean, I, like, there's, so much untapped potential. I guess people, because the, the the casual people are so quick to make fun of it because that's what people do. They like to make fun of, of a lot of these properties because 
it somehow pertains to butt humor or sex humor or fart jokes or really it, it really was different because like you said he had that that kind of the harness just like skeletor in the color but the weird thing was in some pages he was blue in others he was caucasian it's like they had no consistency in that comic itself for issue seven but it was still cool to see anytime he popped up i love seeing him wish we could add more of him but uh hell hopefully one day we'll finally all be able to see the return of faker that'd be fantastic oh yeah but, uh, yeah I, I saw some people were kind of uh, we, we won't we won't get into that curtis yeah, well, yeah, we won't mention it because I don't know if yeah, we should. Yeah. So I Cur- won't Curtis Ackerman thing, but... did say here, little nitpick about the podcast. If I set my volume to hear Tyler when Nathan talks, it's like a whisper. If I set my volume for Nathan, then Tyler makes my ears bleed. Yeah, Tyler's volume's like I think it's just the the, the way that he his headpiece because especially with Joe, if he doesn't have his little microphone in the right place when he comes in before we start the show, he'll start to talk, and I like I, I like seize up for a second because it just like echoes all in my brain and if you think i'm loud before yeah that was horrible i mean i was popping eardrums so yeah i try, I try to keep it consistent i don't try to yeah. talk too loud and angrily i mean it happens but i mean i i try to stay calm but i, I get too worked I, up at times i mean in terms but, of the volume i can only maybe i can just get closer to the microphone like this maybe i did turn down the slider for tyler and joe's yeah. audio so maybe that will help a, a tad I, I don't know well, yeah. let's well, get to the summary kind of we get, then I guess we're still doing pretty good, even though we got a lot of people who just don't <laughs> care, and uh, they can all eat my ass. Those who don't care. That's right. We'll, we'll kick Andy Elsie out of the chat room. Like I said, he's been here and he's giving me shit and you shit and everybody shit. So time to get hey, him out of there. Right there. Andy's been a loyal listener for God knows <laughs> no, how long. You know. No, I like giving shit. All yeah, you guys. Yeah. So no way. But you know, people in the chat room, you everyone bust our balls all you want. You can. Make fun of me, make fun of Joe, make fun of Nathan, make fun of our perspectives, our opinions. You know, I'm just an angry asshole. You can call me that all you want. You can say Joe's Mr. Nice Guy. He loves everything. You can call Nathan a drunk. You know, or whatever you want. Battle in the Clouds. I don't like Battle in the Clouds. There's a couple things I don't like. When I say I get going, I guess that's it. But uh, we'll get to right now this next story, which I will give credit. Out of all the ones that Danielle has you know, translated and Grimbot has worked, you know, with doing some stuff, you know, on these as well. This one is at least a fucking coherent story. I'll give it that. And this is, uh, the submarine mystery. Now, uh, here's a quick little thing that Danielle wrote on her page. She said, a lot of fans have been asking for this one. And here it is. This is an English translation of the Brazilian Portuguese language masters of the universe story. The submarine mystery featuring a cult favorite villain, anti-hero among Masters of the Universe fans in Brazil, the aquatic invader, Shazar. I I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I'm going to say Shazar. It just sounds cool. Uh, This story was released in 1987 and comes from issue 17 of the Editora Abril Comics from Brazil. The first several issues of the comic series featured rather subpar adaptations of filmation episodes. When fans complained in correspondence to the comic letters column, Editor uh, editor uh, Abril totally changed gears and started releasing issues featuring reprints from the UK comics, Star Marvel comics, and most notably, brand new original stories, several of which featured artwork by the amazing Watson Portella. And they said the stories from Brazil were known uh, for introducing some unique and interesting characters to the mix. Shazar is the most popular of the bunch and has gained a following outside of Brazil in more recent years. She'd make an awesome classic yeah. figure, and there been indeed uh, some demand for characters for her character to be released in classics form. So it's good to see, you know, like I said, in Brazil, I mean, she is a cult character, and 
So when I read this for the first time, which, by the way, was today, I, I somehow missed it before when Danielle, so Danielle, sorry, don't call me, you know, don't say, Joe, you ain't a real fan, but this was the first time I read it. I was like, Jesus Christ, an actual coherent story, something that felt like it could have been a filmation episode, just how the pacing was of it, a new character, not to where it was confusing as hell, like, what the hell is going on? But a different story. I was like, this is one I enjoyed. And it's, uh, how many pages was this again? I think I even, did I say it's it earlier? Like 20, 23 pages. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's a hell of a pretty good long comic, but not like them shitty ones that we read before. And that's not saying anything against Danielle and Deucin for what they did to translate them and clean them up and do oh, the they work. They didn't write it draw it. Right, it's just, yeah, because, yeah, like, you know, I mean, well, you know, I mean, I appreciate what they did all the time and effort, you know, it's like, the other ones just sucked, but this one was like, I could have fucking seen this being an episode of Filmation, I clearly could have seen this being an episode, and and it did have a unique new character, and a good story, and I appreciate it, I was like, this one, I actually enjoyed, I didn't shit on it, the other ones I did shit on, and I could say I kind of enjoyed shitting on them, but uh, this one I thought was okay. Joe enjoyed just spreading his cheeks and just taking a big old dookie all over everything. Uh, no, I, I, did, I, um, I like the, I, one quick thing. Oh, not to yeah, interrupt. Oh, I, I'm sorry, real quick, Nathan, not, not interrupting. I'm sorry. But the part where it comes to about these girls though later and then the explanation about it, I was like, am I getting out of it? What I think I'm getting out of it, but I guess we'll get to that when that part comes, but you go ahead. I, I mean, I, I'm with you on that. I enjoyed it as well. I like the art throughout. I thought the art was very solid. Uh, I do like the, the, the new character i think she would also make a great classic i thought she was very appealing to the eyes i like you get he-man in the water fighting sharks it's got a lot going for it i thought and a surprise of skeletor at the end with the collector i mean kind of like out of nowhere because i didn't expect that happening i thought this was going to be a skeletor free comic and for him just to pop up and the collector was like shit that's kind of cool too so it shows that when these people obviously like i said were at one time the only thing they were doing was taking filmation episodes and then drawing them into comics which people weren't enjoying at least it shows they're fans of filmation so they understand certain things that character people like and like we said the pacing of it it felt like an episode some of the color choices again like with beast man and i even think liz or excuse me fang man i think was maybe somebody in one of those panels but he looked green but i was like i think that yeah, was he was colored like man. like lime green yeah yeah, yeah, so the colors, they had those color errors, but otherwise pretty good. But I'm sorry, Nathan, I didn't mean to interrupt uh, you. No, Go you're good. I think if I would have done one thing, because all of a sudden it's just like, oh, well, here's Skeletor and the gang. I think they should have, since this is mostly pertaining with water, if they could have had Merman in here at the beginning to sort of be the guy, sort of see something weird's going on, and then goes back to Skeletor, if you're going to have Skeletor in here. Um uh-huh. Yeah, they they should have done something like that early on, but uh, I'm trying to, like, get because I'm flipping through it some more here. Um, Go go ahead, Tyler. I'm, like, going flipping through it again. Go ahead and give some of your uh, initial thoughts. Um, I I don't feel like Skeletor should have been in the story at all. I kind of feel like... Oh, I, I agree. Was, I agree with you on that 100. percent Yeah, Sorry, go ahead. yeah. I don't. I don't think he 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 had a, a really legit purpose. I, honestly, I kind of felt like this is very unnecessary for Skeletor to show up for this item that we're just we're given in a panel. Like, okay, what the hell is this? Like, why is this so important? And we're just supposed to kind of go. And obviously, yes, I we maybe think we're digging too much into a children's story here, but that's what we do about these these stories and this property. That we do this. If you don't like it, go to hell. Um. 
So I, I kind of feel like his place is just like it wasn't necessary. It was I, I, I like the character of Shizar. Um I, I loved her design. I kinda like the idea of like thinking like she was gonna be a villain. Like someone who is taking women, which kind of makes it feel like is she a hybrid herself? Is she a hybrid of which obviously if her real form is a fish, but she takes on the form of like a of, of a humanoid fish lady, but she they need extra human women to procreate with her male species. Like I, I feel like there's some questions that are like, you know, maybe we don't really need to have to answer, but I kind of feel like could have been tweaked a little bit more to kind of give a little bit more substantial logic behind her, uh, her reason why she's doing this. Cause I kind of felt like, well, if, if they look, if her true form was her human form so that the male species can mate with human species and they, they create beings that look like her. Okay. That makes sense. But if her real form is this floppy fish, like I, I'm not, I'm not quite sure how that works, but, um, well, I mean, but, we don't really, we don't really get the thing of like, maybe that is their ability that they can switch back and forth like constantly. So maybe it's for them to have a form in like a human, or maybe it's, I almost feel like they didn't. They didn't I, I feel like they, that how her initial look. Obviously, if people want an action figure of her, that's the version they would right. want. They wouldn't want the floppy right. fish, which I kind of feel like you didn't need that part either. It should have been just her. She's there, you know, kidnapping women from Eternia to take back to her planet so that they can add to the species. Like that sounds kind of like a Star Trek plot almost. Um, which I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. I, it would have been cool if she was a. I almost felt like when, by the story was over, I thought like she'd make a great villain, but she'd also make a great love interest for He-Man. Because I, I like the idea of He-Man having multiple love interests, like a lot of superheroes have. Like it's not just one. You know, Spider-Man, uh, Batman—they've all gone through like a multitude of different women. You know, some of the bad girls, some really good girls, one-night stands kind of thing. Like I think it'd be cool to have a, a underwater. Uh, female that is like really attracted to He-Man, whether she's a villain and constantly invades Eternity because she wants He-Man to be her, her her king and rule the underwater kingdom with her. Maybe Merman, with the kind of off of what Nathan said, like Merman is attracted to she uh, she's art and what and uh, but she wants nothing to do with him. So he's like, I'm going to kill He-Man, like you know, or, or something yeah. like that. You could like if you had to have somebody Merman, yes, logical would have been Skelter needed no. I, I agree at all. It, it should have been either Merman is in alliance with her and she realizes her mistake. And he's like, well, we agreed to do this. Like, oh, you know what the hell with you? I'm going to kill you and He-Man. Like, if you could have done that way, you could have done some. It is not a bad story at all. I'm not saying that at all. But I think it's a good idea that could have gone in some different directions. Skeletal's part just needed to be axed. Yes, it was cool to see Fangman and the Collector. But it just served no purpose for what this new character was about. Like, I think you could actually have a lot of fun with this character. Like I, I just, I do. I really like the idea of adding another female that uh, could be a possible love interest, love interest for him. And he got frosted, he got Tila, uh, you know, various other women that he's come across, you know, I, you know, I think of like, uh, lady Valtira having, you know, kind of a, even though she loves her husband, but you kind of <laughs> feel like she kind of eyes he man, various other women as well, you know, uh, that I, I, it just, I think there's a lot of fun to be had there, you know, like, why would like Conan, you know, beds with different women and stuff like that, or flirts with different? Why, why can't He Man? Like, obviously, you don't need to see them, you know, in bed together, but just imply that He Man ha- attracts the eyes of a lot of beautiful women on Eternity from 
all over the planet. And it'd be cool if this this was somebody who actually was from the Seas of Eternia, a race that you know no one knows about because it's great to kind of build up how vast the planet of Eternia is. Like I think uh, you know in in some instances in, instances excuse me that people think he meant as a legend, like Tale of Two Cities or something like that. Where Joe, am I talking too much here? Am I boring you? Don't go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, you bore me when you see this. <laughs> okay but but i just yes i i daniel i remember daniel said if you don't like this one i'm gonna kill you i'm just gonna make clean stuff did she say that did she say that no not in those words but she was gonna be very very disheartened i mean this was one i mean, yeah, I, I mean if you don't like this one tyler then i don't know I, what I else mean, to do i mean she she is she does practice witchcraft i'm sure she like she's got, she she got some too, stuff but, you know, she, she probably she probably got like a voodoo doll of you Somewhere in her house. Say, she can bring her own damn cauldron and park it outside my, my parking lot out here. We're going to go at it here. You know what? Because I got a power sword here, man, so I'll kick her ass. You know? Oh, man. Challenge is laid down. So, I can't wait to see how she responds to that. I. I but you know what? I, I like the story. So Daniel can't be cast, you know, voodoo curses on me or anything like that. Or going over her bubbling cauldron and have her little minions, you know. you know. Uh, uh, I want you to get one of Tyler's fingernails and a lock of his hair. And a piece of his turkey burger, and and a a bought a, a bottle that he drank from. Put it into the cauldron, and we're going to come up with the ultimate Baker version of Tyler, where he thinks everything is great. Oh, that would that you know, would be he hilarious. Decker, Decker should have been a multiple. King Grisco is the true ancestor of He Man. And Masters you know? of the Multiverse is one of the best comic book series to come out in the last twenty years. Oh yeah, and I can see her doing that just to piss me off. No, this yeah. it was no like you said it 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 was not bad. No, it, was it was a great. pretty good story. No. Hell, even how it started. You know, if you notice, which I got a little laugh out of it, you know how we always joke, you notice on every episode of the cartoon and filmation when they're working on something, hey, I'm working on a new thing, and bam, it always is being used in that episode. Well, they're working on a new ship. Hey, let's see if we can try it. So they even did that little thing as an homage to the cartoon, which I got a little kick out of. But this was a fun one, and this is one that, yeah, I would have I loved to read this as a kid because, like, as an adult right now, first time reading it, pretty damn good. It wasn't a shit one. I actually enjoyed this more. Than the Faker story that we oh, read well, earlier. This, I, yeah, I, I mean, too. yeah, because that's I, academic. I mean, this is twenty-three pages. It's fleshed out more. It's it, the story flows better. Like the Faker story is six pages. Like there's only so much you could do with that. But but even so, I still I still say a good story can be told. It just depends on what kind of story you're trying to tell. If you're trying to tell an ambitious story, then don't bother with six pages. You need to be able to tell a story well, that but, you can pretty much. Yeah, you but know, you got to think of the constraints that they were at. Like all right. Here's this magazine. Like I said before, the magazine itself is only 20-some-odd pages, you know? Like, this right here makes the point quite clear in one, two, three panels here. We got a three-panel three story here on this cup. I got everything I need to know by Mossman trying to say... Boy, I wore the shit out of my cup. I got one left. Just to let you know, I had all four, and it's sad for me to say because I have everything from my childhood, but three of those cups got worn to shit. I can't remember which one. I only have one over there from my childhood. Were the hell out of those? I drink them and read them and turn them and just but, rub the shit. But right you know off what them. I'm getting at here. Like, you think that you think that the staff involved with the magazine like gave two shits about the kind of story they were trying to oh, buy I think out. it's safe like, to say. I mean, when they wrote the Star Comics, they didn't give yeah. too many. I mean, occasionally you would have a writer, but yes, I think it's no one is arguing that these people didn't treat it as like I'm writing Amazing Spider-Man for Marvel Comics. Or I'm writing 
uh, action comics or detective comics. No, no, no. They're, they're, we we clearly see that some people obviously care more than others. Um, That's what we should do one week. I don't know. By the way, we should like Tyler should just uh, have longer hair and wear like a different shirt and be like faker Tyler and just be like overly enthusiastic about everything. That would be pretty great. Because Spider Rat just said so. Faker Tyler is a hippie, yeah. so that's where he's getting that from. That's the Faker Tyler, mm. I guess. But I, 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 uh, I, I yeah, it had to be a little bit more extreme than that. You know, I, I had to be lazy. You know, could care less. But then, then I feel like I would have to be upbeat about all this like horse shit that they're constantly dumping out and say it's great because there's He-Man merchandise out. I'm like, oh, it's it sucks. I, uh, like I have to be over enthusiastic about everything. And you need to be all the shitty Walmart t-shirts. Yeah, you need to be wearing the shirt that says "Do you even lift, bro?" That'd be fantastic. Anyway, oh yeah, or like you know, get those get those published to the vet because because they're sick. Yeah. You know that, that that shit shitty shirts that '80s tees sells. Like they have some really cool shirts on there, but God, expensive. They, they must just hate He Man too. Yeah, expensive shitty He Man shirts, but they've got like cool shirts for Bloodsport, Silverhawks, and various other properties. But man, they've got some of the shittiest He Man shirts. Yeah. You know? But I, I don't, I don't get. I, it. I think, uh, I, what, what, Joe? No, no, I was gonna say after that, I think we're done with this well, comic. We'll get the, to questions, but go ahead. Yeah, one last thing. I guess I wanted to say. I agree. I think she'd make an excellent classics figure, and I like the part here yeah. when she first introduces herself to He Man, and then you go to the next page. I really like that shot where she's like, "Now you will know my power." So quickly going that from ain't. like very oh, yeah. attractive and beautiful, like, yeah, that that intense, yeah. that intense panel of her, like that's what made me feel like God, she'd be a great yeah. villain, yeah, like someone she who just really want, wants wants He Man to be with her, but she's a vengeful woman because of it, you know. I just there's so much fun to be had, you know. It's like it, it, there's there should be more evil females on Eternity than just evil in, you know. I, I I like to think of her as, but because she's crazy about He Man, like. She wants to kill him, but she also want, wants to be with him at the same time. Like, you can have a lot of fun with that. You know? People, am I wrong? People in the chat room, people, people who care, like, am I wrong? Can, can any of you, any of you in the chat room right now, you, any, any of you guys felt that you can have a lot of fun with this character? Please, I'm, I mean, I'm begging you, please, somebody I, say it's, something. It's, uh, it's plenty of possibilities. It's like you said before. You, you, and you get more female representation on the brand, so it's almost just a win-win situation. Yeah, I, I think it's great, and that's something I feel like He-Man never gets credit for, well, because people are too busy making fun of it, is that all, all the wonderful female characters on this, you know, and you think with the way people are looking for agendas to have something like, I, I've got to defend this, and I've got to defend that, because there's no strong females in this, and so we need to uh, 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 demand our recalls and, and uh uh, deconstructing uh, this property because it did blah 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 blah. Can't that say that but, when it comes what? to Masters of the Universe, it wouldn't work. No, you can't. But they don't have time for that because they don't see it as a legit property because it doesn't have a piece of shit movie being made or soon or soon, what, or, or anything else. One day it'll happen. Oh, yeah. We'll get a yeah. movie someday. Straight out of Minneapolis, <laughs> but, uh, Minnesota, right now. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, Tony totally Holscher. Uh, well, I was gonna say for the people. <laughs> In the chat room, if you have any questions right now, start typing them up. It can be anything, cartoon, movie, mini comics, anything you want at all. Start popping them in, and while you're doing that, Nathan will pass to you because you said you had some comments from last yeah. week's episode. I'm going to read a rather lengthy post from Jason Havlick. This, he posted this a mere nine hours ago. says, I want to thank you guys for producing such great content. My interest in all things He-Man has been reinvigorated because of not only your podcast, but the Kevin Smith cartoon project and even the release of Mattel's He-Man Origins line. 
It just seems like a really good time to be a fan of all things Motu. Tyler actually inspired me to order a Tuscador figure from eBay, which I got this weekend. It's <laughs> awesome, by the way. Oh. I did have a... Th- well, that, 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 that's very uplifting to hear. I'm very glad to hear that, bud. I did have a thought from last week's episode, which I thought was hilarious, by the way, especially the stuff about breaking action figures as a kid. My thought is that hopefully with Kevin Smith cartoon and everything that we get to explore pre-Turnia because it has such untapped potential, what do you guys think of exploring more of that? I mean, besides Hero and Eldor, we could get some cool new villains and crazy stuff like perhaps Birdman before they had wings. What do you think about that? Um, I, I, I'd like to kind of like... In, anything that we see in the current, like, Mass the Universe canon, I think needs to stay there. Anything in pre-turning it needs to be kind of of its own. Other than the plan to make King Hiss like the the Skeletor of that story, like he is the kind of the sole villain uh, of it, and the Snake Man of the the dominant faction, Hero and Eldor, like exploring, um, you know, the Eldors themselves and the people that created the Three Towers, um, the alliance of of uh, King Hiss and and the Elders to kind of come together. And obviously, Hordak was has a has a bit of a presence uh, during this time too. But I wouldn't focus too much on that. But I mean, I don't need to know the explanation of the dinosaurs and why they do what they do because we don't we don't need explanations of the various things that we see in He Man. We accept it because that's it's the mix of science and fantasy. So to explain the dinosaurs is like kind of irrelevant. It just looks awesome, and that's kind of what you need to focus on. We don't need to know why Skeletor does what he does because. It's not fun to explain why the villains do what they do because otherwise they're not they're not real villains. So I, I think there's a lot of fun to come up with a lot of like new characters, maybe some new factions, uh, some new kind of uh, kind of loner villains. Um, but I mean, it, there's an ungodly amount of fun to be had. I mean, when you look at pictures of, of the three towers and the dinosaurs and Hero fighting uh, the Snake Men, I just feel like there's uh, a, a lot of fun to be had of like putting. Uh, gray in situations where he doesn't have his staff. No, yeah, and which it would be great. I mean, like you said, I know the hero has been mentioned, so if anything, I'm assuming we're going to see some kind of flashback, so they probably won't get Mm -hmm. really in-depth, which it would be nice, but if anything, maybe they'd even have... What I would have loved to always seen is, because we've seen it from the card back art and other stuff, is I would just like to see how Gray was given the abilities and the powers to become hero from Eldor. We've seen how it was going to be explained on a card back, but if they had a little explanation, a quick little thing. But as for the cartoon, I'm sure it's going to be something in passing one episode. But, yeah, pre-Turnia stuff would be fun to see. Yeah, I, I, I will I will say something slightly positive about the Kevin Smith cartoon. If they have went as far as to cast someone, a relatively well-known voice actor, to play Hero, I'd like to think that, okay, if he is going to be actually have a voice to him, he's probably going to have, you know, even if it's one episode, he'll probably have a rather meaty part in the episode you know kind of like you know the shitty king grayskull where he's in most of it but hopefully i hope to god kevin smith treats it with dignity he doesn't come in and try to you know put his snooking fingers all over it it's like no 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 really crossing my fingers though i really am crossing fingers i'll be good i really do say because i i'm I'm done being the you know negative nancy (laughs) about the cartoon um blue haired lawyer had had one has the comment here had another comment that never showed up so i don't know if he had deleted that 
at all, but I'll go ahead and read the one that was actually visible here. I think Nate made a comment about how Mattel may kill Origins if the cartoon is a hit. Start a new line based on Revelation. That got me wondering, did you guys see Toy Guru's video about Motu Chronicles? It seriously has me wondering if Origins is just a placeholder line. Would Mattel go through all that trouble just to make Origins the new Coke? Speaking of Nate, you're spot, you're spot on about the Big Bang Theory jumping the shark. Yes. I haven't seen the video that he was talking about, and I don't have a comment. So I'll pass it to Tyler. I feel I, it's Toy Guru. I'm not really interested in what he has to say, but I feel like it is. Um, I really do. I it, well, it, it it feels. I mean, and it probably is a testament to why it such, seems like such a lackluster um, attempt at putting He-Man back out there. Like it's not doing anything groundbreaking. It's it's not. I mean, is it? Like, I just don't get the the logic behind it. Other than it's just putting the same figures that we all own out there, like. That's why I was impressed with Hasbro's, like, you know, obviously the class- classified line is fantastic, and that's kind of what I was hoping we were going to get with He-Man. Not the case. And then they released the retro three three and three-quarter line. It's the same characters, but the, 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 the molds are a bit different. They're not the exact same figure. Again, on slightly different card back, it's giving us a little bit more different. It's Storm Shadow with a little bit of a vari- variation to them. We get the Bears, a little bit more of a variation. Snake Eyes, like, that's what I wanted with this yeah, line. Well, I didn't uh, want hey, Skeletor that you can move his damn jaw. Yeah, but man, you, you can get the variation of He-Man, like constipated He-Man. Yeah, with the squinty eyes like this, you know? Yeah, 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 but think about this, though, because you said Hasbro with the G.I. Joe line, and the class, which classified line is cool. I, I like it quite a bit. Yeah, I finally got Scarlet in the mail yesterday. Gosh, she looks awesome in person. But, dude, but so. that was a different jump because with G.I. Joe, we've been used to it being the three and three quarters. Now they've upped it into a six inch scale. And you said you were hoping that they would do that with Masters. Like, what would you expect? We already have the classics line. What were you wanting out of that? Like uh, giving us He Man, but change the look up a little bit. A different, you know, a, a variation on, like when you saw, like, what the Four Horsemen did with some of their early concepts for the 2000X line, like, there were some variations. It's clearly the look that you know, but there are some tweaks here and there. There's a little, a little changes here and there. Like, like with Skeletor's look, that's a prime example. It is the quintessential, essential. Excuse me. It is the traditional design of Skeletor, but his belt is changed up a little bit. His face is a little bit more uh, vicious looking. You know, there are small things you can do to kind of tweak. Joe, am I right? I mean, in terms of like. Joe is Joe alive there? He's not moving. Yeah, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, here, go ahead. I, I'm just saying, like, I feel like the the molds are are different enough to feel like you like we're just not buying. You know, I don't want to tear my shelf apart here. I'll just grab Ninja here, like where this this exact same figure, here, but I can just move his wrist. Same figure, but I can twist the leg out this way i'm not going to because this is a you know this is a bitch this is real deal shit i'm not going to torture it and tear it apart like joe does you know strap so a firecracker and go out in the backyard and blow <laughs> yeah, him up a firecracker just back because someone told me he paid me 300 to do so and film it you know i just i just joe i'm sorry i'm just being being an asshole here i apologize you're fine go ahead um but i just i just want like this ninja should be a little there should be a you know Tweaked up a little bit, look more vicious looking or something like that with a new a new sculptor and instead of just it's the exact same figure, people, the exact same figure with articulation. That's just not definite enough 
for me to like I got to run to every Walmart in the area, every Target in the in area, the of it. and hope to God I can <laughs> in find. In the middle of a pandemic, you know. Yeah. yeah, I just I'm like, it's not different enough, people. Like, if you all like it, that's great, that's wonderful. But I've got classics here. I don't need articulation. I got my fix with that, and the sculpts are amazing. I've got the vintage line. I got every yeah. one of them. I got my fix there. I I, I mean, you really, know? the only figure I have my eye on in terms of origins is a Scareglow, just so I can have like a Scareglow in that scale. That way, I don't have to go on eBay and well, spend. And, and that's fine. And you know what? I, I will buy some for my nephew because I've already introduced him to He Man already and Thundercats, and you know he enjoyed playing with him, things like that. But I just I I genuinely felt well. I, I don't well, know. I, it's, it's hard to uh, honestly. I, I don't. I don't know. It's hard to say what if Mattel was smart. They would put both lines out. You know, they're not. What else are they doing? What other ma- major toy lines do they own the rights to? Like, you know, it's. I, I mean, at, like, why at not? At this rate, if they're going to do Origins, why not just re release classics and put those on the shelf? Why, why not do that too? Because uh, essentially, people, it would be the same argument. I already got these on the shelf. I mean, granted, now it's like I have an opportunity to get some of those figures that I don't have that I'm not going to go spend. 100 and some odd dollars on eBay. Granted, I did that for the Casey Jones Raft 2 pack, but I, that, yeah, that it, was different. Not really. And, and to piggyback on that, too, I don't know why Mattel insists on ignoring the classics yeah. line. Like, you know, Danielle has brought it up. She puts out these awesome videos about characters that didn't get made, especially all the wonderful new adventures characters. Like, why did they continue to ignore that line? Why not release maybe four figures for the entire year? And, and just make it like you got a subscriber or whatever and just keep that line going. Why not have multiple avenues of He-Man? Like, Mattel, that is your 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 major, like, boy brand property that you own. Like, why 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 is it just got to be one and done? Like, obviously, look, I'm not going to pretend like I know the ins and outs of the toy industry. I, and Mattel, I think everyone is struggling. I think Mattel is not doing that great initially, toy-wise anyway. But I just kind of feel like, why why not capitalize on it? if they're going to sell fisher price he-man stuff and little trinket things like why can't there be multiple action figure lines there are multiple star wars lines there's multiple gi joe lines we're seeing it right now from hasbro and, and, and there's multiple marvel lines this, multiple wrestling and lines. the star wars lines doing pretty good you got the three and three quarter inch and you have the black series which are the the six inch like why that's why i'm saying yeah. just do origins have do the classics line over again if, you, if you're just gonna keep regurgitating it out there like that do that because if if people a lot of people don't even know classics line even existed since it was like you had to sign up and do all this for it if you put it out there on the shelf like you're gonna do with origins someone will walk by oh, holy shit this is cool this is cool and just buy all of it up anyway so or you know the scalpers will just buy it all and then put it on ebay oh yeah put it on yeah, ebay and then assholes. charge it like it, it came out in 2012 when it didn't i don't know it's weird all the yeah pop culture sucks <laughs> sorry <laughs> I, I i just i i hate the way that i feel like we did this last week i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go into it joe I, but you know what I, I will say this i i enjoy some of these rants so much because i feel like you know what it is different than what we we normally talk about like it's it's talking about he-man but it's 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 talking about different things things that you know what i mean you know, me and Joe have talked, you know, stuff about privately, but, you know, for the most part, we just kind of, you know, talk about fun stuff. And then me and Nathan, we, we, we vent our frustrations about, you know, current toys and stuff I, like that. And it's just, I would do anything 
to go back to a point in time when uh, when I was getting when we were getting made fun of for what we liked and what we collected. I think I would rather have that back than to have like everybody just cat like somewhat into it or not really into it all, but just like, oh hey, I bought one shirt or whatever. And then I would rather go back to that time when I could go into a toy store and actually find something and not have to worry about scalpers that much or anything. Like take me back to that time. I would do anything for that. But now it just it just sucks. Oh, okay, here we go. The the NECA deal with the uh metalhead and then the, the animated series uh Casey Jones two pack with a foot soldier. NECA's like, all right, we're going to put them on Target's website. It's going to be 2 p.m. this day. Be there. What happened? They were all like, I, I know like very few people got them, but the bots already swiped everything. It's like, this sucks. Like, it's, I, I'm in, a, we're in the middle of a pandemic that's not going away at all. And you expect me to just like go to these stores, travel 30 minutes out of the way in hopes that maybe something's on the shelf? No. Ridiculous. You have all these avenues, all these websites. And I know it's tricky for NECA because with that license, they can't lease out as much stuff. Or if it pertains to this, they can't put it on like Entertainment Earth or Big Bad Toy Store. But do something. Holy shit. Like, it's a disaster one after the other. And, like, it, it sucks being an adult collector. Period. So much to a point that, like, I just want to give up collecting figures. Period. Unless I run across something in the store that no one's bothered to pick up for whatever reason. That's what it's like now. If I go into Walmart and I'm like, holy shit, this is on the shelf. No one's bought this yet. It's like 6 o'clock in the afternoon. I figured this would have been gone at 8.30 in the morning, right when the doors open. So some other asshole can show it off on their YouTube channel. Like, fuck. It sucks now. Sorry. Anyway, we got any other questions in the chat room, Joe? Uh, well, now we'll go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> chat room. Uh, Adam Gabbard, uh, Earlier in the week, he was asking me something. At first, I was like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. He was like, he wanted a new name insert for his classics merman. I was like, but what are you talking about? I was like, you got to send me pictures. And this leads to something because it is kind of weird. I was like, send me a picture. And he sent me a picture of his carded classics merman. The name insert said Scareglow. I said, um, could you get a very close-up picture of this? I got to see if this was open because, I mean, you know me. I can make card backs from scratch and make my own carded classic figures. So I was like, could you show me it? And he showed me up close. I didn't see this thing being open. I was like, Adam, don't open that damn thing. I was like, because I don't know if there was a run when Scareglow came out, if they accidentally popped a merman on a card back. So that's why I'll leave it to the chat room. I don't know if anybody heard about it, but he just wanted me to thank, or he wanted to thank me for talking to him about it because that was an interesting thing. And I've heard of weird error cards in name inserts card. I don't know if you, Tyler, or Nathan heard oh, of it, but that was bizarre. Yeah, I mean, that, that kind of stuff does happen from time to time. And then, of mm -hmm. course, you run into the thing where... You go. Uh, this happens a lot with wrestling figures for whatever reason. You go in there and someone has like bought that figure, taken it home, like carefully opened it up, switched, swapped the figures with something else, and then returned it. And then you know the people at work there don't give a shit, so they're just like, "Oh, put yeah. it back on the shelf." <laughs> so you'll end up with like yes. a Seth Rollins card, and it's got like a Jax fucking draws figure in there or something. Draws. Yeah. 
<laughs> some weird Jax, stuff. Jeez. So, so I basically told him just to leave it alone because it just looked different. Just couldn't really tell. I was like, I don't know. If but, it, uh, hey, hey, if it hasn't been open and that thing's an error, Adam, just go ahead and put that on eBay. You'll probably get like a million dollars for it. <laughs> People love their air stuff, but I told him leave it alone. I said don't open it. Um, Fedmon asked uh, if any of us read the I Am Skeletor Little Golden Book. It's a hundred percent Keldor free. Yeah, I own that. It's it was a fun little story. It's like those. Remember, those are not just golden books. They're little golden books, so they're made for kids that are like five years yeah, old. Yeah, I, I always liked I always liked golden books and yeah. those things as a kid. Yeah, so I, I, I could see I, that by far the best. I could see that being. Like a fun read. Yeah, it has nice art. I mean, the art is actually pleasant to look at, so that is good. So, yes, I I have read that film on. Um, Zen Brown was mentioned not anytime soon since the Noah Centennial Kid is playing Adam Smasher in the Black Adam movie now. Yeah, we, we won't get into the He-Man movie, but thank you for that, Zen Brown, because somebody, we don't know when we were talking about that earlier. Yeah, when he so mentioned, like, yeah, yeah, with, with yeah. The, the Dwayne Rock Johnson. Yeah, it's been talked about for God knows how long too. Like, you know, you know we all know the Rock's gonna come in and rock it up and be all like sassy I mean, to the hey, camera and hey, wink at the hey, camera and hey, shit you know like what? that. Rock's all right. I like the Rock. He's he's a good dude. His his yeah, but he's not gonna do an actual Black Adam movie. He's gonna make Black Adam a likable good guy. He's not gonna make him a villain because the Rock. Everyone's afraid. Like Will Smith was afraid to go full on villain in Suicide Squad. No, no. We got to make it sympathetic, you know. Dad show cares about his daughter and shit, you know, because you know you're big will. You got CDs and shit, Fresh Prince DVDs to sell. I mean, you can't afford to be a, like full on bad guy. You know the Rock's gonna do that. He ain't got the balls to play an actual hardcore villain. I dare him. I, I would go see the Rock play an actual hard ass villain, not someone who's got to wink at the camera or say something cute and funny for the kids and the general public. No, be an actual badass. I will say it again. The Rock has got potential to do something, you know, like, like physically, yes. But he refuses to do anything without gags and one-liners. And they're all bad. And I've seen it. And Nathan, I'll never forget Nathan talking to me and said, piece of shit, the Scorpion King, you know. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, hey you know I, Michael Cole on SmackDown said it was like, and Jim Ross was saying it too, talking about it was like the number one movie that weekend doing really well. I told you about it. And you're like, I'm going to go. I'm like, all right, man. Mark. Now, let me put it in context, you know, Nathan has always been very vocal about what he does like about wrestling. We both were just like, we don't think it's going to be very good. And he hits me up on a Sunday afternoon on, on AOL Messenger trying to tell me, it's getting pretty good reviews, man. I had nothing else better than, like, you know what? <laughs> I, I, at the time, uh, I liked The Rock. I genuinely did. It. I went and saw him, like, oh, my God, what a piece of shit. This I, heard, I heard all about it the next day. Oh, it's great. I can't believe you fell for that. What a dumbass. <laughs> Uh, Eric Sanchez said those, those cover artwork on Golden Books were awesome on the books. Had a couple growing up. Oh yeah, we always Golden Books always had amazing, amazing ones. Especially if you're talking about some of the soft cover ones that Earl Norm and <clears throat> Gino Diacchili, the ones they did, bam, spot on. So yeah, those were always some. I haven't heard that name in a while. Did you do this show when you said that Dino Diacchili? You yeah, you got to do, do it. You got to put your hand yeah. like that. I got to do it. I'm allowed to do that. Um, Curtis Ackerman said, at some point, can you guys review the Golden Discs of Knowledge with a discussion of the Council of the Wise and the Cosmic Enforcer? I don't like that episode. I don't like it. That's a no for you, Curtis. Maybe in the future. We'll see. No, no, no. I just, I just don't think it's a very good episode. We'll, we'll do really it. We'll do it the like, next time that Tyler's not on and we get like 750 know, views. Like, not, and it'll be great. No, don't do that. Don't wait till I'm gone to do nope. it. Like, I, I will be a good sport and do it. I will. No, but that's I'm what not, I, I'm just saying. Like, that's why we haven't Tyler. done it because 
Well, it's not like Joe's been aching to do a review for it either. But but Tyler, you know, it's but Tyler. See, like if we do that on the week that you're off and we do it, then the video will get like 750 views. You got you got to think. Of, well, then, think then about Curtis, the maybe you don't want me on there, Curtis, because you know what? People will be more likely to tune in and watch. I mean, they could be talking about Joe's customized water bottle to look like Merman. I don't know. And people will turn in like, oh, my God, I, I have to see this. This is amazing. Oh, is this going to be my local Walmart, Joe? You know, like we're going to re- review me Taylor's Quest again. Fuck that! You know? um, <laughs> Andy Elsie Andy is a party pooper here. He says, uh, with the new Golden Books they're doing, I am loving the artwork covers, but the art on the pages within the books is usually not as cool. I wish they used the cover artists for the whole thing. Well, Andy, I'll be honest. I, I I'd have to look at mine again later. I actually thought it was the same art from the in and out. I didn't know, but I mean, he he knows more about that. I didn't know, but I mean, I thought you know it was nice cover art and inside and and for the kids it looks good. But I thought it was okay. I, but I got an idea. No I got an I got an I got an idea for a third Masters of the Universe cartoon. We we do it in the style of those Fisher Price figures. Oh my god! And, and we make it. Grimbot says. Um, <laughs> Grimbot, Origin could work so damn well, but the execution is so unbelievably sloppy. No, and that's, like I said, that's that's exactly why Grimbot earlier when that question from Blue Hair Lawyer, I just ignored it because I've I babbled about that a week before and a week before that. And but you're right, I just won't go into it again because I'll just be rambling too long. But agreed. Um, let's see. I'm tr- JSP said the GI Joe retro line is the same as the 25th anniversary. And the SS and SE figures don't even match the card backs. Um, he well, said he's not worried about the card. I, I saw people complain about the card backs, but I looked at the sculpt of like of Storm Shadow, Snake Eyes. Like I've got the 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 first version of Snake Eyes that came out from the 25th anniversary. I mean, I didn't. I'm not one of the fans that goes and looks at every minor detail because a lot of people do that. But they looked different enough. You know, the Storm Shadow definitely looked different to me enough. Like I didn't own every one. I've got. A few of them, and I say I saw most of them, but I, it, it looked different enough to me. Like I didn't think it was repeating the 25th anniversary over again. Um, I don't have the Baroness. I, I don't know, but um, if they are, then I can understand why Joe fans are pissed off about that. Because, well, that's why I'm pissed off at Mattel's. Like I got the commemorative figures over here. I got every damn one of them. It's this vintage figures all over again, right here. And you want me to go buy them all over again? So, yes, if, if that's the case, I didn't look enough. I was just glad to see more G.I. Joe stuff's coming out, you know, because God knows we can't find anything else in the stores. It's worth going down the damn toilet aisle and buy. So, you know, if it is, um, that sucks because I, I did buy a bunch of the 25th anniversary figures. I thought they were great. I loved collecting those. So if it is, um, that's disheartening to hear. And um, I hope that's not the case. But if it is, that's um, suck balls. <laughs> Yeah, I know nothing about those, so that's why, I mean, I can't... No, of course you don't, because Joe's all anti-Joe. Well, no, I mean, you know, I'm not hating, well, but... We, uh, we all know your like... problems with G.I. Joe, because some guy down the hallway said, Hey, yo, Joe, man, Joe's like, I will kill all of you! Uh, you know, I, you yeah, I, I mean, I don't understand that mentality either. I mean, as, as a kid, I hated it when people found out that my first name was George, and then you'd hear all the bullshit things like, Curious George and... <laughs> George of, the, George, George of the Jungle and all that shit, but you know I'm not like gonna boycott. Until Hot Jennifer from McCain was calling you George, and you're like, eh, eh whatever. No, girl. that every no, fucking no, day that was though, pretty from cool. all the kids, it just drove me nuts. 
They destroy me nuts every fucking day. Every goddamn kids with that cartoon hated that fucking cartoon and them toys. Picture like Joe's okay. at the ranch, all the noise, the noise, the noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, Andy. Oh, see here. So Andy, with his comment, you know, made no sense. It wasn't even pertaining to fucking masters of the universe. He said regarding the Golden Books artists, I was talking in general about all the new books they're doing based on eighty shows movies. I actually don't know for sure about the He Man and Skeletor ones. Well, great way to fucking sidetrack. Yeah, great way to sidetrack, Andy. You didn't even fucking make any sense, so thanks for that, buddy. Well, here here we go. I I like that Curtis Ackerman says, how can someone dislike Stratos but like canned meat? (laughs) And then he's picking on me because I... I, 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 Yes, I I will back that up. Um, I mean, that's... uh, Well, hey, he's picking on me because... All right, well, here's the thing. I mean, um... Uh, spam is expensive, and uh, but it's good. Uh, so I've been saying comparison: armor potted oh. meat and spam. Oh. You know, there's, there's, well, there's hey, I, wait. You know, I, oh, you know what? I I don't hate on pot. Well, potted. As a kid, <clears throat> we 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 didn't have a ton of money, so uh, you know, potted meat was one. Of, you wouldn't know that based on all the awesome toys. Hey, well, had. my parents made a lot of sacrifices to make that happen for Christmas's birthdays. Anyway, that's besides the point. We, I, I did eat a lot of pot of meat as a kid, usually with saltines, or I put it on a sandwich. I tried, because they're so cheap. I went and bought a can of it and opened it up and smelled it. Now, I was like, I can't I can't do this. It's it's too much. But, dude, Spam sucks, Joe. My dad used, well, my dad used to fry that spam. and put so, barbecue sauce on it. I'm like, Dad, that, you can do whatever you want to it. It's still Spam. It still sucks ass. Well, I'm going to tell you what I think about it. See, see, I can't afford it, and it's some good shit because that is expensive for a can. But so this year, I had some people in a group send me a can, and last year I had somebody. So in two years, I've had two You're cans having listeners send you spam? <laughs> Joe, you sunk to a new low, man. They, well, they were making fun of me. They got my address, and they sent it to me, and then I fried it up. You won't listen to this podcast, but you'll see Joe spam? <laughs> Good. You cut it up real here, people. We're for attention on this podcast, and you're giving this guy free spam. <laughs> you cut it up real thin. Oh my God! I'm ready to just off it right here. So, like, so, no, wait, 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 no, so, Why am I going to be on the podcast next next week? Why? So, Why am I even here? So, so, <laughs> so Joe, Joe takes his time. With, like, because he wants to make the most of it, and it's like one slice of spam per week. What are you doing? Like, recovering the top? Are you putting it like in a plastic well, baggie? No. What's going on, Joe? We we need well, to know I the details. Do you drink the gel? It comes. I bet he gel. does. It's a two. Day, it's a two day meal though, because you could slice no, it's it not. real thin and then Joe, fry it no, up it's with not. butter. And it's you're crazy. It's not. All right, go but ahead. But it is. If you if you fry butter, it's crispy thin. It's real good, and I do appreciate the people <clears throat> that send me that people. spam. There's multiple people sending this guy spam. Well, you can't get these people to watch this damn podcast. Well, now, now I know what to get Joe for Christmas. Well, you know, if these people are so eager to send me, why can't you people send me the the, the neck of Casey Jones wrapped two pack? These people are sending me. No. If you're just so eager, well, because to, to because they can't life. find. Why not? They, why they, not? If they think Joe's a charity case, I'm a charity they case. Can't, I don't have any of the current Ninja Turtle neck of stuff. Because Tyler, you know? they can't find that two pack in stores like the most of us. Spam is everywhere, and Joe can't get it. Hey, hey, see, Papa Hood sixty nine said, "You see, you got to fight the spam." He no. agrees with me, so thanks, no. Papa Hood. It's real good. A- A- oh, Adam Gabbard, you, know you know that's a popular thing in Hawaii is spam. Like, they, yeah, they, they love the it. Burger King. Ugh. 
Yeah, they yeah, love it. Yeah, Erica says, like, that's a big, I mean, she likes Spam, too. That's a big deal in Hawaii. Like, you go to Burger yeah. King, you can get the Spam burger uh, in, in, in a no. Hawaiian burger. I'm like, God, that's that's amazing er- to know Eric that. Sanchez are saying Vienna sausages are the best. I worked with a girl that used to, oh. I worked with a girl that, that oh. used to eat Vienna sausages, like, every day. And Guys, and, I always say this isn't set up. I didn't mean to inter- interrupt you, but, but I haven't tried Vienna this yet. Is right next to me here. I oh have spam God, spread. Oh. I haven't tried this yet, but this was uh, sent <laughs> How to me is that just sitting beside of you? That was sent to you? <laughs> Yo, man. But I haven't tried the spread yet, so I don't know uh, what if is this is any good. Joe's probably going to brush his teeth with it. <laughs> I haven't opened it. Maybe I'll try it tomorrow. What are the odds of that? I was just looking. I was like, shit, I haven't opened the can of spread oh, yet. I it opened looks the like can, a can of cat food. <laughs> it probably will taste like it too, because I was like, oh. "Oh man, I can't fry the spread." But oh shit, what are the All odds right. of that? I, I, uh, why? God why damn. does Joe? Ha- I I feel like he 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 secretly finds a way to. He probably like Joe's kitchen is probably behind the. No, camera. no, no, like, no, right no, now, no. Joe's no. Like actually looking at his kitchen. He probably <laughs> bring it over, bring it over. He probably messages someone that's always in the chat. It's like, "All right, uh, bring this up in the chat room so I can bring it up." I have it sitting right beside of me. Anyway. <laughs> There, there, the odds are crazy. It happens every there's week. A, there Go was ahead. a girl that would eat Vienna sausages every day, and she'd walk up to me after she had like half of the can, stand right beside of me, and she'd be like, "Hey, you want one?" And like, oh, breathe right in my face, oh, and I would God, smell I was it. For that. And I was like, "I was like, you." Go no, I was like, "Go back into the corner and shove some more wieners in your mouth." Anyway, uh, she hot? No. No, Joe, she wasn't. Oh, no, no hot girl is eating Vienna sausages and going, oh, you want, uh, hot, hot, hot girls just don't oh, do that. You, they just don't. You want, you want one? <laughs> anyway, Adam Gabbert and the chatter said, hey, Nathan, nice Scareglow shirt. You guys can also own one of these, too, if you check the link down below. I got this from uh, Joe's shop on Public. So, And just to let you guys know, that was all completely redrawn. I redrew the whole thing. So that isn't just an image popped off of something else. That was completely redrawn. I mean, that's the only thing. I can look at an image and redraw it. I can't draw shit out of my head. But, yes, I redrew that, and it came out pretty Check well. Check out this story. Any more of those uh, Bruce Tim Arts you're going to load up there, Joe? King Randor? We got Squeeze? You got Blade? Any of those? Any ones there? I do, it'll, it'll all be it'll be redrawn. But, yeah, yeah, it's like I said, they're just up there usually all, just momentarily. Just, you know, don't want no, like, legal shit issue. I ain't trying to do that or nothing. It's just fun little things pop up once in a while. But, Papa Hoods, before we do get off here, you have to let us know, um, or let me know. Let me know if this ain't good because you like the fried spam. Uh. Let me know if this spread's any good. I don't know if you ever had it, but... It freaks that kind oh, of God's sake. Is there anybody's got an actual He Man question to ask? Not a sponsor. Let's see if there was one last one. Um, um, hell, well, they were just having fun, Tyler. That's the thing. Like they oh, said, they just well, love I'm fucking. Just, I'm just being a prick yeah. here. I'm just being a prick. Yeah. That's all I'm doing right now. All right. But yeah, that pretty much is it. So, um, <laughs> we have to end on spam spread. <laughs> You people have let me down. Hey, no, it's oh, it's not them. No it's, wonder the, the views are suffering this podcast. That it's just that we know the priorities, and it ain't us. It's spam, not a sponsor. <laughs> it's spam spread, not a sponsor. That's right. That's a unique way to end the show. But I did want to thank all of you guys <laughs> popping up here in yes, the chat. I want to thank all of you too for just letting me down. <laughs> He's like, son of a bitch. So, no, it was fun. But for people that are new to this channel, make sure you like, subscribe, share, and ring that bell so you can always be notified when we go live. And, and oh, wait, JS, uh, JSP is, uh, he's being a surprise. 
JSP said, how much do you guys uh, think E-Man likes spam? Look at JSP. Spam spam, spam doesn't exist on Eternia, so there you go. He's mocking me up with that question. Wait, well, Grim, Grim, 2, Grim 2 said, okay, question, but didn't follow up with okay. anything. Okay, he has a question. He said, would you get mad if Kevin Smith makes uh, Blade Black as an homage to Marvel's Blade? I wouldn't see a problem with that i i don't i don't yeah i don't like, I, if you if you do it right it, it's copying. fine who like who honestly as long as it's not copying because i have one thing to say that shocked me i don't know if you guys ever played a game called eternal champions on the sega genesis and sega oh, cd there was two yeah. versions I, I only get to play i think maybe once all right which it was a it was a really in-depth fighting game they had great bios and backgrounds for every <laughs> character but surprisingly they named a character they made some I made a character, they called him Blade, he was black, had sunglasses, had the fade, and I thought, how are they legally doing this? They're basically ripping off Marvel's Blade, but then they put him in a green outfit. That always shocked me. I love the character, you know, in the game, but that one shocked me because I was like, God, it looks like they're just ripping off Marvel. I'm surprised they didn't get sued, but yeah, I'm sure people, if they played Eternal Champions, they'll know exactly who I'm talking about. That shocked me. I, it's... All right, look, it's a, a weird line between that because some people do that thing as like, look what we did, and some people do it just to do it. And I know it has a tendency to piss people off. I'm going to say this. If you do it right and you treat the character with justice, I don't give a shit what char- like what color the character is or what you switch from or what you're switching back to or what. Just if the character's good, the character's good. Plain and simple. Uh, I will say this. If you were to make Blade... A, a, a black character with a bald head voiced by Keith David, I'd shit my pants and excitement because <laughs> would that, that be that something? Would, like God, that 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 would be tremendous. So, but yeah, I think I think by this point, most of you can clearly tell when a lot of these shows or properties are changing it to pander and doing it for the the the, the publicity of like, look what we're doing for um uh for this or this this what whatever their agenda is. Like, look, we get it. And they always want to dismiss people for calling them out on it. But, you know, yeah, I think if you were to do something like that, hell yeah, I'd be all over that. I wouldn't sure. be like, oh, we know what they're doing here. But, you know, what right. Kevin Smith, like, I'm sorry, he's lost a lot of cre- credibility. Is anybody competent who's, you know, what what is not is not beyond doing something like that? But, no, I, I'd be perfectly fine with that. Like, you know, it's got to be Keith David, though. Or Michael J. White. No, you know what, Keith David. Keith David's so menacing. Uh, Keith David with an eye, Keith uh, of like a black version of Blade with an eye patch, voiced by Keith David. Oh my God, Joe, give me give me a classic custom of that. I'll pay you right now. All right, sure, I'll do it. And uh, I guess the the last thing to leave is with another inaccuracy from Andy Yalsey. Unfortunately, in the chat room, he's really screwing up tonight. He said in the He Man movie, we learned that they don't eat meat on Eternia, so He Man wouldn't have eaten spam. No, actually, Tila doesn't give a shit about meat, but everybody else can eat meat if they want. So you're wrong, Andy. So until next time, have a powerful day. I ain't your pal, Dick Face. I feel like I should definitely know this easily. Uh, but I could see it working in so many different things, too. I'm waiting for JSP to get it. He gets every fucking thing that Tyler does, and I'm just drawing a blank, so I won't even try. Well, both of you guys 20... have seen this film, so I, there's, mm. it's not one of the things like Joe's like, nah, I saw that once, one time, and, it, and it, uh, I, I just didn't care for it. Something like that. Boy, that, I mean, you're right. Just Is that how it was delivered, the line just like that, how you did it? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I hate that. I don't know. Nope, I'm going to have to wait. Finger point. I ain't 
Your pal, dick face. Mm. Oh, God. Well, never mind. Aaron Voorhees. Aaron Voorhees just got it. Aaron Voorhees got it. Bloodsport. All right. Yeah, I I felt it, like, on the tip of my tongue. I'm like, I I could, yeah. Sorry we let you you down on that one, bud. But you guys got got plenty of spam talk. There you go. See you guys next time. Eat your spam. See you guys next week.